Welcome back to Mark's Madness. All right. All right. We don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. Nobody wants to do this. But here we are. It's Monday. (laughs) Uh, You're hearing this on Monday the 11th. Probably, maybe, most likely Monday the 11th. Maybe Friday the 15th. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But what I can tell you is is we're going to do a quick current event. This is Mark's Madness. I'm Nathan. That's David. Um, we're going to do a quick current events uh, rundown um, yeah. in the immediate aftermath. And by immediate, I mean night after aftermath of the right. fun. Uh, God, what the Bay of Chuds. We had, we've had a whopping day to digest this, this situation. And by a day, I mean like a passage of time where we were both busy working and, and raising our children. And so there's no way we actually like mentally process this but, stuff. Well, but there's it's only been to, a day. But I don't really think there's that much it. to process. That's the thing. No. And that's what's frustrating about this whole thing is that it's there's a lot <laughs> of there's a lot of ramifications that I think are going to come from this. There's a lot of yeah. things that I'm now worried about that I don't want to have to deal with. Oh yeah. But there's not yeah. a lot of analysis to be done here. There's not a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of counter analysis like, Hey, stop saying this. Cause it's not that like, but like I don't the think idea a lot of- that this is the white working class people. That, when they're okay. like all fucking cops and business owners and exactly who you think fashion should be like there's it's there's lawyers and loan officers and what was it like a was it a virginia politician yeah uh west virginia west virginia politician um a uh police chief from like i forget even what state um um connecticut maybe I don't know. Um, there was Island, one of them. Who knows? Which I'm um, sure there's more than that. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of cops in there. Let's, you know. let's oh, of course, slow- the D.C. police chief resigned now. No, no, not the D.C. police chief. The capital the, police, the capital police dis- chief. Yes. yes. There's a DC. huge difference. Yes. Yes. A monstrous a difference. difference. Yes. But, oh, yeah. I mean, they um, came in there and 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 it was there was a QAnon guy, a headlining QAnon guy that had been counter protesting Black Lives Matter protests this summer, of course, without a mask carrying around a spear with the sign that said Q was here at the time. And this time he was carrying around some kind of staff or some stupid are shit. Sha- are you talking know. about the shaman? Yeah. Sh- he's the QAnon shaman guy. Yeah, and he has, just, okay, just he has what he- three different fascist tattoos on his, on yes, his chest he does. belly. Yes, he does. He is let's, like, you let- cannot mistake how, how much of a Nazi he is. No, you cannot. So let's slow down for a second though, just in case for some reason, somebody listens to this far off in the future or <laughs> someone like, what has, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> someone's living under a rock or, or someone, I don't know. You're not from this country and you don't turn on our news. Cause why would you, um, Yesterday there was a a a, ra- a, a, a rally held in Washington D.C. that very quickly turned into a uh, protest that very quickly turned mm-hmm. into an all-out. Um, I think I don't know. I think riots probably the best word there. I don't. I don't want to call it anything. I don't. I want to be careful with the words because yeah. I don't like this word insurrection. I don't like this word. Coup. No, I don't like these words. Yeah, like it's a riot. Yeah, I think. I think, well, I think of it even better than right. I think insurrection is the best word, but I think even that, I think none of them are good. I don't think insurrection works because what, is, what are you insurrecting? They are on the, I, I the government it, is on their side. What are they insurrecting the against? The government is on their side. They're, but they're, they're trying to prevent the election turnover. They're trying to yes. keep Trump in power. 
which again I would qualify um, as a riot because they're not again they're not enough. it's not like the they're not insurrection would assume that there was armed resistance to them which at the first i mean there really wasn't much no most armed resistance no. peeled away almost immediately they opened the gates they opened the fucking they gates. Opened the gate. so again this it was Rudy, so trump goes out gives an hour used... and a half long trump goes out gives an hour and a half long speech that uh amounts to p- telling the, all these people that have been planning on going out to dc to do something i don't know all, everyone's been talking about it on q or whatever um they go out to washington yeah. dc to stop the stop the certification they of had, the election they had trump there was trump tweets and tiktoks and shirts printed and it was, was super planned it, it was super planned now, it was again, all I'm over not... my my understanding is it came was all over after the fact people figured out it was all over that parlor so people weren't familiar there was originally there was reddit which is still a big internet thing and of course it has a bunch of reactionary people but it's just a a run-of-the-mill blog that that tends to be towards the reactionary side unfortunately but it's a content different subreddits are different yeah it's a content aggregator you know i mean different different content aggregators love different subjects different amounts of of reaction and and good politics and whatever it's just it's just a content aggregator blog 4chan content aggregator branded blog was generally where the worst of uh, Reddit went off to to be basically open fascists, and that's where a lot of the whole alt right thing started up. Um, and some of the QAnon started up, and QAnon. I mean, as we know Pretty by sure now, QAnon started. Supposed- QAnon started exclusively on 4chan. That's like the whole name yeah. is based on uh, anonymous, like which is how they have to post on there. Um, yeah so it all yeah. started in and, 4chan yeah so QAnon starts in 4chan as this character that's supposedly insider in the white house and and so this is kind of the spearhead of these neo-nazis that that have communicated rigorously with the internet but of course don't exist on the internet and aren't someone to combat inside the walls of the internet you just have to realize that of course they're going to use that as a communication tool and these are where they're going they hopped off there to be even bigger nazis that were even pissing off i guess some amount of 4chan and made a thing called 8chan so 4chan was was named after fortran an old coding language um 8chan is just oh we doubled 4chan or something and i guess they doubled the reaction even more explicit nazis there and that was basically exclusively QAnon people um, I don't remember if it was that was getting shut down or that was just not as popular or something or just this parlor got launched. But this parlor got launched, what, a couple months ago? I have no idea. Um, I know nothing about it. It was like I, I, uh, I was remain like right blissfully the ignorant of everything that happens on 4chan, 8chan <laughs> That's the way or I recommend else. people being, but that's why I've got to give this rundown. I have and this no parlor is This parlor is, is where they went to. I guess it was – I guess it was the 8chan, but it was also supposed to be the 8chan and Nazi Twitter. So, like, all the Trump kids went there to, yeah, to I thought be, like, parlor, the Twitter I thought Parlor was where people who got kicked off Twitter went. Like, uh, Laura Loomer had to go to Parlor or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, Laura Loomer Twitter. and, so well, the, the right-wing celebs that got kicked off there went to this Parlor, which I maybe that's why it got formed. But also, it's mostly populated by these 8chan people because it's mostly populated by, like, QAnons and right-wingers. It's, it's the Nazi social network, like, the gold standard. And I guess rumor has it that that they've been talking on Parlor a lot to plan all this out was was the last I've heard of shit. Makes sense. So they all show up. They get an hour and a half speech by Trump, ramping them up to a fever pitch. Um, and then Rudy Giuliani gets up and says that we need to do trial by combat, which I don't know if Rudy Giuliani understands what trial by combat is. Um, 
I really don't think I don't I don't think he does. Um, I don't I'm not, think he would survive it. I'm about to say if trial by count. So what is it like? We do the QAnon shaman versus that big seven foot tall Antifa guy from the BLM protest early I, in the year, and we just say I, who wins. Where, where is our coliseum to hold that? That's it. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's um, the, I mean, we do it. We do it in in the in the Georgia Dome. Just go down there. There you and go. Fucking. Yeah, there the, you go. The that's Georgia Dome doesn't Georgia. exist anymore, but that's fine. Um, oh, okay. See, that's, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that's fine. I was trying to crack a joke because that's where the, because this happened, I guess why they made this big day is this was the day the election results were coming in for the Georgia runoff stuff and the day of the Electoral Congress day after all happening the, in the same the, day. Day after the Georgia runoff. Day after the Georgia runoff when the results would come in. And, and of course, you know, I mean, if those don't go up from that, it go up from and the Electoral College votes are taken either way which they're they're big boys trump so yeah. it was kind of like the perfect day to kick off for him which i gotta say you know i mean we and you have talked on here we saw a reaction coming we were kind of terrified on what happens but we we're thinking like at inauguration day or spaced out with you know heightened reaction against black Lives matter protesters which I, you know i wasn't expecting like it's it's the, the seventh or the sixth it's time to, to to jump stuff off you know yeah i don't think anyone was, i don't think anyone had circled dumb procedural event that has never been a thing in all of human history including during the civil war <laughs> um and circled that it, as event that will be a spark plug for whether funny, we can do this it's funny because if the u.s ever did have a coup and it was coincidentally to put a cia boss's son back in power or in power as president um it was in 2000 yeah and oh, that oh, was yeah. because of the electoral college and trump came into power himself because of the electoral college so this procedural day actually meant a lot to republicans even having power after former cia boss george hw bush did it but i mean i say having power as in the presidency because of course there's myriad other types of power and they they have control over power and the difference in republicans democrats is minimal but Oh my God! They were making sure they heightened it these last couple days. Yeah, yeah. So that gets heightened. There's a storming of the Capitol building. They, the Capitol police, who I think the numbers coming out now, or there was something like there was only a quarter of Capitol police even on duty yesterday. Um, yeah, something asininely low that I'm sure they would put on COVID it, protocols or whatever. But just just an asinine amount of people to have yeah. staff for something. I mean, let's let's be clear. You know, we can have. And it's important to have this analysis and, and that we know better, but we don't have to see these things like this. We we know the cops and the right and the white supremacists go hand in hand and, 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 and they do that because of, you know, who controls capital and they do that because this is a settler colonial project. And we should uh, expect that in a nebulous fashion or understand that, especially in a nebulous fashion as a Marxist. And of course you will see that go out um, – you know, it, when you go out in the world, you'll see that in action. Uh, but we're not talking about a nebulous like the cops didn't really come after them because it's on their side, right? This was the capital. They have walls and barricades and things that are very, very hard to, to, to get through. There's no way in hell, say, a Black Lives Matter protest would have ever gotten through there unless people were heavily armed and fully going for, you know, invasion of, of the capital with, with like, you know, say they'd come across tanks or something, you know. Um, there are not just the Capitol police who were four times bigger than what was there, but there are so many other police forces that the, the cop per person in DC, because you have, you have, you know, police departments that, that don't dwarf anything except maybe New York city. Cause the NYPD is enormous. Um, 
but it's broken capita, up in so many think, departments. Per capita, per capita, I think I think capita, DC is the most policed policed city in, in it, America. It is because there's fewer people and there's more different types of police. You've got, you know, you've got the FBI, you've got the National Guard, you've got I mean, Capitol everybody, police, Park Police, DC Capitol Metro, police. DC Metro Police, yeah. all of this. So you you just have it spaced out in so many different different types of police, which is a very American thing, right? To to break it down in different types, so there's never a, a central head to cut off. It, America is is born on the hydras of fascism. Um, but anyway, so per capita, more cops than anywhere. And even this unit had four times that much. And then of course, you know, you're going to have contradictions inside cops, right? So there, there are going to be people that like, whatever, it's a job. And they just adapt to the white, they've got to be somewhat a white supremacist in order to see firsthand the effects of that and stick with the job, but maybe passively, um, or there are people that buy into the idea of it, but when they're faced with conflict, they're worried about upholding the law or whatever formally. And then there's the guys that are like, yeah, I'm here to be a Nazi with, with the fucking badge and a gun and be proud of it. And so some of the people that are in that like squishy middle where they're definitely racist, they're definitely Nazis. There's no absolving them of this shit, but they're a little more passively. So, and they're, they're, they're thinking they're trying to do a job are like at these front gates with these fences and these, these quote unquote protesters are outnumbering them and just pushing them back. And it makes this big violent show on camera. But then the way they really get in is you go around the side and there's videos of cops that that are damn well known on their side. You know, maybe you run into the one police chief guy and are like, hey, buddy, I remember you from a fraternal order police or whatever. But there are videos of that people recorded where the cops, I, I guess, it hit a certain time or they agreed on certain words and they flat out opened like they moved the barricade fencing and stepped out of the way. They're like, yeah, go ahead, you know, and then later yeah. on inside, there's moments where people are pressing a little too hard, which even got one lady shot. Um, and you know, so they're pressing a little too hard and there's, there's some resistance cause it's like, okay, not too much, but for the most part, they're in there taking selfies and they're letting them walk around. It looks, it looks like something between, you know, a, a, a fucking Halloween party and a, a school field trip. It, yeah, the the Capitol Police definitely didn't have. I mean, again, the Capitol Police are the ones that shot that woman. So obviously, there was a certain point, and that was when they were. I mean, if you've watched the video of her getting shot, um, they were attempting to jump through a broken glass window, mm -hmm. um, into to breach a chamber, and they were just firing kind of out out at those people trying to jump through. I mean, yeah, I don't know what I don't know honestly at a certain level at a, at a certain point there what you expect i don't know how many lines you think yeah. you cross with impunity before there are consequences yeah i mean if people are actions. like you're cool because you're on our side and you start threatening them at some point you're going to be like well get a little big for yeah. your britches you know yeah i mean there's it's, it's there's like the u.s u.s created al-qaeda and uh, as you can see now they're right back on on al-qaeda side and using it as, as proxies against you know iran but there was a period where as much as the war on terror was mostly used to invade the middle east and kill millions of people and steal oil there was some nebulous like okay we're gonna go kill osama bin laden like in that process and osama did yeah. get shot you know i mean there's there's a crossing of the line for for everyone that's on their side you got to stay in line saddam hussein was a u.s puppet for forever and then he you know nationalized some oil and he got popped off yeah. um and again, you know, this I mean, is that, just a matter of happens. this is just a matter of this nothing is, yeah, is a, much nothing is a scale, monolith. Yeah. Nothing is a monolith yeah. either. There can be one guy in there that legitimately is like, I don't know if they're going to kill me. I mean, again, nothing's a monolith. Right. Nothing he, can is know, that he may know the down. he may know the rules are white supremacists because you have to in some level, but he really feels he's there to uphold the rules. Yeah, and and, and you're breaking the rules, and he doesn't care if you're as white supremacist as him. You're clear, breaking the rules. Breaking the rules like this. This feels. I don't know how to. Th this is something that is worth noting um 
I, as someone that's that's worked in government buildings before, um, and worked in a Capitol building before, um, there are capitals that are accessible that you can get into, and that that are that you have you you know you can you know tourists come in and you take a tour and you take a pass. The U.S. Capitol is not one of them. No one goes in there without express mm-hmm. invitation and getting through a bunch of stuff. And in the places they were, no one is supposed to go. This was not like a light. We crossed a lot. Like there were too many of us in the building and we, we graffitied some things. They weren't like their being there was a huge breach in and of itself. And like for these people, yeah. this was all out, especially at the time, this was all out. I mean, all out warfare. This was a, this, they, they have no idea what the intent of this is. They have no idea what's going on. I don't, again, I don't know what's going on there or what's going through anyone's mind, but that scene, if you watch it, is like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, what are they trying to do? Like, they're trying to breach the House and Senate floor. They did something that hasn't been done since 1812. I mean, yeah. it's a huge, it's a huge, colossal thing that's going on. And that kind of underscores the point that's going to come next. No one's going to get in trouble. Yeah. Other than the it people only, that have how many, died. How many people? Like, how, well, oh, that's funny too. There's so there's four people that died. There was the lady who got shot. If you actually did, unfortunately, have to witness that that video because it's never fun seeing someone get shot. Um, there are oh, dozens of people. I guess they were trying to break in. There was even one that was doing a whiny little interview afterward and kind of said this too. They were trying and planning on a break in and trying to figure it out, and somehow this huge group of fascist dudes. And the fascist, it's the most fascist thing. The girl goes first as like the sacrificial lamb and of course dies. So there's some weird sexism built in there too. Although I don't feel sympathy for her. So I don't know how to process it. Um, I don't feel but then there was, I, just, I don't know what to pro. I don't, I don't feel anything for any of them. Honestly, there, yeah, I, I have no, uh, no, none of this triggers no. a strong emotion in me either which way. The, the funniest thing though, is the other three were supposedly medical emergencies, which is a vague term, but I know at least two, from the rumors were a heart attack heart and they attack were like from a flashbang there was a heart attack from a flashbang the funniest one i heard one of the people tased accidentally tasered themselves and gave themselves a heart attack which yeah <laughs> that's fucking great um and so so what we end up with is hours of and then actual cops show up. So you have yeah. the Capitol Police doing very, very little to nothing. Then actual, you see the videos transition where actual, you know, AR-15s, flat jackets, helmets, guys show up, um, put them all on the ground, take everybody out. And again, they're white people, so this de-escalates rather easily. Yeah. There is no yeah, mass and I, escalation. I, I want to be very clear, too. Like, white people is important. We should not mistake that the police are harsher to black people and indigenous people. We should never lighten on that or think that like as white people you know we're somehow more oppressed if we're in on the same cause uh that said what's really important because i mean they you know they're they're more happy to to shoot a white black lives matter protester than than a black person who would have been in this group too is that they have a they uphold the system of white supremacy and colonialism. Their politics were white. And yes. so their politics were not a threat. Yes. Their politics were, they were, they were breaking the rules and causing these guys to have to go out and do the big boy job and all the, all the stuff that they probably, I don't know, secretly probably want to do um, yeah. without the joy of being able to cap, you know, to, to pop caps off and think that they're doing some righteous fighting the people thing. Like they, there is a lot of conflict there. They got everyone taken care of. Um, that de-escalates. There's not. I mean, you see pictures of cops walking people down, walking ladies down the stairs of the Capitol steps, as a you know, in stark yeah, contrast as to, to the, the old man they shoved that, over and cracked his skull open 
uh, yeah. the summer. Yeah. Yeah, you see, you, so you see that uh, sort of sort of language. So uh, that, and then nothing, nothing changed. Um, out of all yeah. of that, all that happened is they delayed the thing till two o'clock in the morning, as opposed to having it done by eight at night. Or they, not they snuck out the votes as if they couldn't revote and didn't know who voted in what states, and yeah. they carried it around like it was the Ark of the Covenant for some fucking reason. Yeah. Because, and back because and decorum and, pr- and procedure and all of that is all these people care about. Yes. Um, yeah. And if then you they save decorum, you're the greatest hero of heroes. Exactly, exactly. And then everything went on as proceeded. Everything happened exactly mm-hmm. as it was going to happen. Nothing changed because of this. So, what then comes out of this is going to be narrative mm-hmm. and the reaction to it and the response to it. Those are the three things yes. that matter because functionally, what happened is a, a protest happened. A person died. Four people died. Um, and this is as I mean we've seen protests all over this country where people have died this year. Um, it, that, that in and of itself is not, is not remarkable or, or unique. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they did it on Capitol Hill is symbolic for them. And it's going to change the narrative because again, now this is instead of a, you know, when you're seeing black lives matter protests and things break out or the, the unrest in, in Kenosha, um, Mm -hmm. or, or all the fights for justice across the country that have been happening. Um, those are framed in a very particular way, but they don't, the, I, I don't want to say they don't threaten power because they do, but sure. this threatens power. They don't it threaten power, power structures. even less, but it, it yeah. threatens the decorum and the appearance of power and that they can't have and that they won't have. And that's where you'll see the wild overreactions. This is going to be, I'm, I'm, and, and so this is the first time we've really talked about this. So talk me off the cliff here if I'm wrong. This feels like they're going to do some 9 11 style Patriot oh, they Act are. level. 100%. I, 100%. I would love to talk you off the cliff, but they're doing that. They're just, they're going to do that. Do that's, that. Not even, that's without question. They, because it, it threatened um, they're gonna, them. They're going to, it threatened them. So they're going to come down. They're going to send it out as a, a blank document for, for left or right. They're going to just any threat to their, the, the nebulous, you know, status quo. But uh, and of course, all in- of the enforcers, yeah, are on the sides of, of these these people that stormed the Capitol. So yeah. everyone it'll come down on will be on the left. So when you don't hear this podcast next week, you know why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but no, it, 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 I don't, I don't think we're at that level of it, but it, it is going to be, again, it's going to be targeting. Yeah. It is going to make jobs for, for people organizing and like Black Lives Matter and local organizers. It is going to make mm-hmm. work harder. It is going to make your job yes. harder a hundred percent. And we need to be ready for that part of it. Um, and we need to be ready to be knowledge, there. cognizant of that and, and more and dili- you know, use it as motivation to be diligent don't don't be discouraged by it no or no 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 but be aware but yeah don't be discouraged yeah, be don't aware. let it say oh well we failed no 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 it just means we need to be aware and we need to be um mm-hmm. actively thinking mm-hmm. of this ahead of time to make sure that we are a step ahead and that we're constantly trying to think ahead of the curve and, and not being reacting to it and to be clear too like these narratives are already out there uh matt Gets is that how you say his last name? Gates, Gates Gets, Gets, whatever that guy, whatever his that, name the was. The one that was, was saying it was Antifa that was storming. He was the, up there saying it was Antifa. It was specifically fascists, and and yeah. he said it was Antifa. They like, were doing on it on the, CNN. The Senate floor, yeah. They were doing it on. And, they did it on. And they Tucker Carlson did it during him. his monologue last night. 
Yeah, yeah. And of course, you also get the classisms of Anderson Cooper. <laughs> They'll go back to working Olive Garden. And like, no, these are not poor people. These are these are the people that own like Olive Garden franchises and don't do shit. And, the, and, and they there have to are pay poor people. Waiters, don't get it you know? wrong. There are poor people in there. Like there that that's not to say, again, it's all an army of the professional well, managerial class or something like that. I, OK, so there are poor people who are. QAnoners, I would say. There's there's going to be a few of those, and there are poor people who are right wing and have the same politics as them. This particular day, I I'm pretty I'll convinced there wouldn't be a poor person there. I'll show you some pictures, homie. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll because find you some pictures. I'll find you some photos. Fly, uh, flying out I'm to DC sure you, on a random Wednesday and then mm, staying at no. the Hyatt. It, no, it, they it, were bussing. They were bussing people out of Saint jo- uh, out of Saint Francis, Missouri. They were bussing people in. This was funded mm. and this brought people out. This was not a everyone had to get a flight and and go in. They bu- they brought people in for this and they organized gotcha. ways for people who didn't have means to get in. But it's there. But no, there are there are and there were poor people there. There were and I don't want to say poor people. There were not. This was not some like again. It was not the professional managerial class took out sick day and all decided to descend on DC. There was a very mixed character to that group of people, but they all had the same interest and the same ideology, yeah. and that's what kind of unified what they were doing. Well, and also, I mean, again, that the population in there, the percentage that would be managerial class was far higher than the general population probably, probably but that's and, again that's the that's equivalent with, of the poor whites with, versus the slaveholders yeah do both of them serve the same interest and, and would both of them go out in the civil war yeah but your foot that's soldiers true. are most very clearly going to be the poor what the poor whites are gonna just gonna be doing the job that you don't want to do the poor whites are the ones yeah. that are going to be getting in there and doing stuff because they don't have anything there they if you're a professional managerial class, you have things to lose. I think there was a guy that showed up with his work badge that got fired. That was that was humorous to me. Um, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, Opsack. but there's. I mean, there was one guy that went in like Pelosi's office and and got picture taken her mail, and he got a PPP loan. Mm-hmm. You no, know, no, no. I mean, these, there is. Yeah, there is definitely people there that are from that. I don't want to say that it's all. I think your argument is clear. The, the argument that it's all poor working class, you know, salt of the earth kind of people um, that showed up to do this is wrong. The argument that it's entirely just affluent middle class people that are upper middle class people petty bourgeois that have nothing to do is also equally wrong it's the wrong and it's not correct analysis based on what what i watched like eight hours of this yesterday um i've consumed far more of this than i want to um okay it is a it is a mixed bag it is a mixed bag um in inside that crowd um okay and so that being said the other things are that are coming so again that the the reaction i do i i would say based on a materialist analysis of how things work and how these events play out i my anticipated result of this is going to be legislation that gets pushed out to unify and strengthen our democracy and fight against I mean, hate groups and we've terror got groups. the crime bill writer and top cop coming yeah. in feeling mm-hmm. their presidency threatened and they just spent an entire campaign shitting on black lives matter yes what do you think is going to happen that's going to be a know? priority ahead of a lot of uh, uh when you that's talk about be a priority of, of ahead of these two thousand dollar checks that aren't going to happen uh-huh exactly and then so so you've got that you've got all of this coming in and then you have the just the the narrative side of it um that is just wrong everyone calling it a coup it's not a coup. A coup. A coup would be if someone was trying to take power. I mean, again, they uphold power. This is them. Yeah. Um, but again, what this if is, a coup happened in the United States and in our lifetime, it was in two thousand. It was in two thousand. It wasn't, and it wasn't seen on January sixth. It was seen in the Florida recount. 
Yes. It, you know, I mean, I, I don't know how many people that listen to us are old enough to remember terms like hanging chads, but. Oh, God, please tell me a couple of you. Yes. Um, that being said, then there's also, um, there's also the narratives coming out about, well, this is, this is, this is insurrection. This is, this is fascism, pure and simple. Yeah. Fascism, and I saw the definition, and I, I'm curious. I think the definition of fascism, one of the because de- it's a it's got a lot of different definitions, but one of the definitions of fascism is when you turn imperialism inward onto the imperial on, onto yourself on yeah, your own country. So I don't I don't know if she's the originator of it, and I would like to always go to a better source when we can because of her later life turned a vaguely. Um, supporting Nazis because she was dating one and writing that totalitarian whatever screw all. But younger Hannah Arendt oh, Hannah. was yeah. was a, a very good philosopher at the time she was pushed out of Germany into Canada. Yeah. Um, and I know for a fact that she at least made the analysis on those terms. And while that's not the most complete analysis of it or the best, and that's why we've listened to more extensive analysis from, you know, people like Fanon and, and, and as far as facing fascism firsthand, you know, um, for all his shortcomings, we could listen to, to Sartre. We could definitely listen to Gramsci. Um, we'll get to Gramsci. That's probably the simplest analysis of it it's not a fix-all i mean it people can over apply it but it's it's the simplest analysis of it it's it's what we export overseas turn back then on us now of course we know in the united states this has always been here and it always gets directed at black and indigenous communities and and you know communities of color but um but as those contradictions you know fascism as it's it's existed those those tactics are fascist tactics when you employ them internally that makes sense right like i don't recommend people reading mein kampf but for people who have to read it for analysis to better understand their enemy right hitler is all up in that thing praising the jim crow laws you know in in the south and i mean he he openly modeled that shit after america yeah um and so you end up with so again seeing that's fascism. Seeing a coup attempt, not a coup yeah. attempt, seeing a, a seeing something that if it happened in any other country on Earth, we would have invaded an hour and a half ago, mm-hmm. happening here and happening in that way where it, it is it is that disorganized is, I think, I, that, it's a heightening of the contradictions for sure. I don't care yeah. if that if it serves I, nothing or it doesn't do anything, but you, you now have a group of people that are willing to throw their... That, that that capital serves that is served yeah. by this industry that is served by this government that will be served by a joe biden government convinced that that's not far enough and that they're willing to do something about it and that's a very fascist reaction mm-hmm. oh it, it it very much is and again you know when you see how far right joe biden joe biden if it you know they don't care they don't care that it's really true. They've got their partisanship and, and they just, they, you know, the fact that Joe Biden is in a party where one of, some of the representatives might be, you know, black or indigenous and, and might say black lives matter is just way too much for them. Um, and so See, they and got themselves swear, convinced of it, but they, they wouldn't actually circle. be that politically different from him policy wise. They wouldn't. And that's the thing is, is if this is a group of people that own Olive Garden franchises and all of these things, and they're just, they're all in it for the, they're all in it for their preservation of capital. That's not what this is anymore. Because at the end of the day, all of those people, 
know that this and is going to preserve why, what they want. This is why I think fascism as capitalism and decay is the better quick yes. definition. But again, that's not complete. That's where I wanted to get too to. vague. And that's where I I want to give a, a still short but concrete definition. Okay, um, do you have one? And sure. Okay. Go. So fascism. Okay. Okay. So fascism is when those who are empowered by the mechanics of a liberal economy see the contradictions coming to a head in the liberal economy and decide to shutter again, to shutter aside the mechanics and forcibly uphold the power structures uh, inherently seen in a liberal economy. Make it pithier. Make it pithier. I okay. lost you halfway well, through. I, sorry. I lost sorry. I'm just saying. I just trying fascism to be is capitalism, Fascism is capitalism is decay. I could say that five Again, times that's fast. Pi- yes. No, that, that, that's the pithy version. I'm not saying mine's the pithy version. Mine's, mine's the version to, to, to translate that so it's not just left open and, and, and people aren't confused, okay? There are inherent class structures in liberalism. Yes. Okay, and there are inherent contradictions in liberalism, and when they come to the head, all the inherent class structures that are upheld by invisible hands of the market and by democracies and governments serving the people and things like that, eventually aren't necessarily going to be upheld in those inherent ways because people are going to realize their desperation and they're going to force their own power. And so when that comes to, to a head, capital's defense isn't necessarily a defense of capital. It isn't necessarily a defense of private property as a structure. It's a defense of the socioeconomic castes that are created by it. And so you're going, okay, well, we've created these castes through things like property and free markets. And, and we're in love with that. We're going to tote that all day long and freedom and democracy and being a patriot. But we feel our caste being threatened, and so we're going to forcibly take on our caste, and that's going to be enforced by, you know, allowing the the working class only any recommend any reprimand and and any assistance from the state if they serve the state through military service, which is you know fuller indoctrination, killing for the state, things like that. You saw that is the economics of Mussolini's fascist, where there was a full welfare state if you were in the military, if not. Good fucking luck. You're dead. You know, um, and of course, you know, you, you saw uh, that to a certain degree in, in Nazi Germany. And of course, that's been an American thing for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to see things like privatization, a word that was created to describe Hitler's politics. And now we just call it austerity um, because we're more focused on the, the cutting the taxes, whatever portion of it. Um, but the cutting taxes brought about by taking things that were public services and selling off monopoly contracts to big companies. So now these big companies aren't on the whims of the market. They have hard contracts from the government so that these private enterprises continue to profit. But it's it's guaranteed. Right. I thought we called. These are I thought all we called austerity. I thought we called austerity when we cut, when we raised taxes and cut public services at the same time in order to pay off deficits. I thought it was thought, cutting the taxes and cutting the public services, supposedly cutting off deficits, but inherently in there is privatization because that's how you. I know privatization's in there, but I thought austerity. I always thought austerity. I always thought austerity just meant cutting public services, basically. To it the does bone. mean cutting cutting public public services to the bone. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And, okay. Okay. And one of the strategies of that is privatization. That's what I'm okay. trying to get to. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. No. No. This. This. Okay. Again, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to understand as we're going here. Sure. Sure. That's sure, kind of sure. my role here. Um, um, and then other things, uh, other parts of that is, of course, there's going to be racial castes um, and. And you saw what happened throughout American history with racial castes and how that's, you know, people are wanting that to forcibly come to a head again. They're wanting to bring back essentially black codes or even slavery or, or race it's not, war. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Jefferson I mean, if not at all out. Exactly. Andrew Johnson, um, race war. 
versus you know our big example of of fascism is nazi germany and and we all know you know how the holocaust happened so yeah i mean that that's what fascism is it's it's all of these inherent castes created by the contradictions in liberalism when those contradictions begin to collide and break down all the people that benefit from those castes want to violently uphold those castes and of course that's why the first people to go to defend it are the managerial class right because they're going to fall down in in, in nebulous working classes things get too centralized or they're going to go up and they're going to they're going to remain and and the working class is going to be all the more mired so they're going to make sure the working class is going to be all the more mired are the p are the are the slave owners mm-hmm. professional managerial class or are they capitalists? So they would be petty bourgeois, it, which is capitalists. Okay. But, but they would be petty bourgeois. And there's a reason we classify that differently. Usually petty bourgeois and the managerial class have yeah. extremely similar political interests. They own, so, the, they own the plantation itself, which I guess is the mm-hmm, means of production for them. That makes more. Mm-hmm, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I was thinking of the ownership of the people, yeah. which is what you see a lot of with professional. Well, and again, they, they own, they own essentially, you know, in, in the plantation class and the, the beginning of the work we're analyzing, they own not only the plantation, but the slaves, you know, no, for sure. Um, and I'm thinking of the small business tyrant kind of thing. I'm trying to think whether yeah. they fall because they're, they're yeah, not no, really a capitalist a because they, yeah, in the because middle. the slaves are not their workers. The slave drivers are their workers. The which slaves is, are their property, which we see in, we, we talk about this in the book that they're, you know, the mm-hmm. interest of capital does not align with the interest of the slaveholder. They have mm-hmm. competing interests because they are yeah. not the same thing. Yeah. So it is it is worth worth extrapolating. Okay, I I yeah, I and, and again, I mean that's that's where the difference is. You know, both of them are are going to be in the interest of upholding private property and siphoning labor and profit away from the working class because that's the primary contradiction. But the petty bourgeois is going to be more in the interest of beating down the working class so that there's more room for them to get profit with the small you know with the small amounts of capital they have, whereas big corporations are going to have the dual interest of the same thing and of crushing these small corporations so they can centralize. So when it comes to the crushing small corporations, they're in conflict. When it comes to crushing the working class, they're together and the working class, unless we organize and bind together and rise up are the, the least are the most powerless. And so, you know, the, 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 um, heavy corporate class does not want the system to collapse right they want liberalism to go on forever that's in their very best interest and they'll just centralize 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 which is why the market was dandy yesterday Mm -hmm. but they don't really you know they they don't really care if fascism comes they care but it's not it's not that bad they're not gonna fight it real hard maybe their sensibilities will blush and they'll they'll put clutch pearls and they'll they'll rant about it a little bit but they're they're not gonna fight it as hard as they fight us and so that being said i would like to say go read black shirts and reds uh (laughs) yes also also read read black um, shirts and reds please yeah yeah also something i'm yet to read um but we need to read is is settlers um by jay sakai Uh, too yeah we'll we'll get we'll get to settlers we'll Mm -hmm. get to settlers after we get to the like eight other books that are ahead of settlers on the list right now (laughs) and so that means never too damn big of a list and then read like a 700 page book we're just so good at this no we're we're absolutely fucked because gramsci or something like that's going to end up being up next and then we're never going to get done but um that being said uh i would like to launch into our next point of debate 
uh, mm-hmm. which is the Georgia uh, elections, because we do know that electoralism is very important. <laughs> I'm fucking joking. Uh, we're not fucking talking about that. You came. No. Here, you didn't come here for that. No, no, we don't give a shit. No. Okay. Ooh, Chuck Schumer's the speaker now. Oh, goody. I'm sure he'll do great things. We're great. Fuck off. <laughs> um, nothing's gonna happen. But Nathan, um, we elected out fascism, and now. Now we're going to impeach out fascism because yeah, with 20 we, days left, people that are, are happily giving up power from the process of elections will surely happily give up power from the process of impeachment. I mean, that's yeah, not it's, another it's, formal it's, process they don't give a shit about. Exactly. Not it's all. all these people understand is fucking protocol and procedure and they have no other semblance of what reality actually exists as. But that is um, enough for a bonus episode. Y'all, y'all, mm-hmm. uh, in, in, if you don't listen to this, this was just we had to tap this like maple tree, get all the sap out of it so that we can because we yeah. have to read at least the rest of this chapter tonight. Um, we have to read the rest of the chapter tonight. We're not reading any more tonight. Don't don't get it no. twisted. Um, but we're gonna finish the chapter, and if we had to try and talk about this up top, it would have never gotten done. So this has been our brain dump. Hopefully, some of it was useful. Again, we we didn't talk in an effort to try and hash this out in real time, so that you could kind of see what the thought processes yeah. look like as they bounce off each other. Um, if you have feedback, if you think we got something horribly wrong, there are a couple different ways you can contact us. One yeah, if you them, don't like our definitions of fascism. If you don't Let like our know. definitions of fa- if you want to punch up David's definition of fascism so that it's something that I can remember because I've already forgotten <laughs> it once again because we need a writer. Fa- um, fascism, fascism is when the casts of liberalism are violently enforced. Bang. Nathan is staring at me. That being that said, that being said, if you would like to reach us, you can do so. Uh, MarksMadnessPod at gmail.com is our email address. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at MarksMadnessPod, or you can join the Marks Madness Discord. Uh, link is in our Twitter bio. Uh, that being said, uh, this has been Marks Madness Pod. We will talk to you definitely in the next couple days because this is a bonus. So it's either on a Monday or a Friday. Uh, my name is Nathan. My name's David. And we will talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye.